spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday, my Friday. Oh, hey, you're not here tomorrow. I am not. Young Jack is uh, with my wife. She just landed from uh, San Diego to here, and uh, we got big doings, big plans. Let me just tell you, this is a proud papa right here. Absolutely, he loves he loves his kids, and your boy is in town, and uh, you are you are. It's funny to watch you. You've got the biggest smile. Oh on yeah, your face. I'm ready to do stuff. I'm like, let's you're get right. this hour over. Like, this is stupid. I don't want to be here. Chad may leave early. Uh, Listen, man, if you need to leave early to see your son, so, I got no, you, it's, my it's, brother. It's I got good, you. But it was just, uh, I'm ready to roll. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's good, it's good that you got your kid in town. All right. So uh, let's get going. So so last night uh, we heard the news. The Arizona Supreme Court says Governor Hobbs is not required to carry out the execution of uh, something named Aaron Gunches, a horror of a human being who killed Ted Price in 2002. So we know what the governor's doing. Uh, we know what the AG is doing. For the life of me, I don't get it. You're doing an investigation. I don't know. You didn't like what you saw last year with three executions. All right. Hurry up. Because you know what you're doing? You're putting this family of Ted Price through hell again. And so yeah. we brought on the daughter of Ted Price earlier today. Her name is, is Brittany Price. Dude, she's fantastic. Yeah. And her dad was killed at 16. She was 16, and now she's going through it all over again. Um, And so we brought her on the show. Let's play a piece of it, because I think everybody should hear this. I mean, and by the way, let me just preface this. What you're about to hear, I hate the questions that I was asking her. Yeah. I don't want to ask her these questions. No, no. I don't want to bring back bad memories, but here's why I asked the certain questions. You're going to hear them here, and I hated these questions. The governor's got to hear these questions. The yes, governor has 100%. to has to hear what Brittany Price uh, felt the day that her her dad was taken. What they still feel? Yes, the fact that you know what I feel like they're they're not getting any answers or any kind of explanation from the governor's office. It feels like she's just doing what she does. All right, so here is Brittany Price, the daughter of Ted Price, who was killed by Aaron Gunches in two thousand and two. Gunches was supposed to be executed April sixth. Not going to happen. Uh, here is Brittany. How did you find out that your dad was murdered? Um, Unfortunately, through my mother, and I'm pretty sure she received it from my Aunt Karen. And you were 16 when you were told? Yes, sir. And, like, I just can't even believe what you've gone through or what that moment was like for you. Uh, very shocking. Um, it's kind of like that, you know, you only hear about these things on TV. Like, how does this happen to me? So it's just any other victims that are out there that have had a loved one taken. It's just, it's like a movie. It's like you just don't, you cannot believe it. It's insane. What do you miss most about your dad? Um, I mean, my dad was a fun guy. I mean, my brother and I didn't really get to have a childhood with him. So we were looking forward to making up that time, you know, as adults. And it just, you know, that was taken from us the day he took my father's life. And it's just, I'm trying not to get emotional. So it sucks. All right. That was a portion of our interview with Brittany. So, Chad, you understand. I hate asking those questions. I, it's tough. It is the worst. I mean, imagine because, you know, when we got into the conversation with her, it sounds like that her and her brother were 
They were young. Young, but not only that, that they hadn't spent a lot of time with their dad. And they were looking forward and to making time And they were looking forward to, yeah. to spending time with dad. Right. And then to find out, as they're starting to get to know him, mm. that that was never going to happen. I asked the questions because I want the governor to hear the answers. That's the only reason that I asked those questions. I want Governor Hobbs to hear it. Yeah. And believe me, it doesn't matter who's governor. It gets back to them. It got back to Ducey. It got, it'll get back they to listen. Hobbs. They know of what's going on. Do. So I want them to hear this, and I guarantee you they've heard it. And I feel like if that's the case, you and I have done our job then. Because we're against what the governor's doing. Okay, they are going to be things that we like that they got. Listen, I like the governor's gone to the border three times. I like that. Okay, good. Let's see what she can do. This execution stuff, I don't get it. No. I don't know why you're standing not, up for a murderer. I'm not happy Let, about it. I don't think. And and look, if there was a real reason, like you said, if people were suffering, hmm. if they the, it was undue torture going on in a situation, By all let's means. have the serious conversation about yeah. how we fix it and get it. That had not happened in the last three. No. There was a not even a hiccup. It just you know what? Uh, I know people who go to the doctor and they have a tough time finding a vein. Yeah. Right. So one time and they went through the crotch and there was it wasn't it extended five, ten minutes. The other ones were seamless. Right. And to come in and, to, and, I, and I said this and I continue to say this. I don't care if it was hangings, if it was the electric chair, if it was the gas chair, whatever. She would have come up with some reason why they didn't want to do this, because this isn't about the method. It's about how she feels about it. That's my view. And I'm sticking to it. So uh, Brittany Price uh, was kind enough to join us. You'd hear a little bit more uh, from her. She has a message from the governor. We're going to play that later this hour. All right. uh, One story I think is pretty interesting is Arizona water and the new gold rush. Oh, I'm already getting this. I'm getting this. If you want to invest in something, there's two things. I call it the WW. Weapons and water. There's weapons needed right now. You know that. But water, you think, why would I... We are seeing tons of people from Wall Street, uh, fund companies who are coming out here and are buying up all the land they can near borders. And the reason is simple. Water, water, water. We know what we've just gone through. We're seeing what's happening with the water fight that's going on with Scottsdale and, and Rio Verde and everything. Right. This is it's the nectar of the gods. It's water. water. Yeah. It's life. And water's going to be expensive. Uh, because it's going to be, well, it's going to, as we start to move towards, how do we desalin, you know, desalinization, as we start to move several other ways towards, you know, finding ways, creative ways to get water on top of water rights, you know, down below, you watch what happens here. Because the average person is probably not going to buy 500 acres in the middle of nowhere where mm-hmm. there's no infrastructure around. But if you've got tens of millions of dollars, yeah. well, now you got a business. It's like, you know, what can I get in on the ground floor? Yeah. This is it. This is part of, yes. In the Southwest, water. Because remember, we were in a drought. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it now, but, you know, the the Arizona drought, goodness. I, from what I understand, the SRP reservoirs are collectively at 99% full now. Yeah. It wasn't even close to that. We've had a very wet winter. By the way, all the climate climate people said we were going to have a terribly dry winter. Yes. So I don't know. what I'm pretty sure they don't know anything. No. 
But uh, if you saw Flagstaff, you know, the record uh, for, you know, for snowfall is like 210 inches. They've had 160. Yeah, California, by the way, because it's not just here. It's Nevada. It's New Mexico. uh, California. These are the areas here, Arizona, that they're looking at. They're spending tons of money because this is what has to happen. California. They are less than 9% of the state remains in any kind of drought conditions. Less than 9? Okay, so Arizona is less than 8%. I just got that. Arizona drought down to only 8%. But again, if we didn't have this weather, we'd be in big trouble. And that's why these companies are trying to figure out how do we bring water to the southwest because it's always an issue. Yeah, but you know what? As we always remember, you know, nature... Can yeah. mess you up, and then nature right. can provide for you. Right. It it seems to just be something that's cyclical, isn't it? Yep. I've gone through droughts as a kid, where this is the worst drought in history, and then all of a sudden we got three months of rain, and wow, look at that! Magically, we're back to where we were. It seems to be that way, and I think once we get desalinization down and less expensive, which is what these companies are going to do, you in some of these places, you watch what happens. We're not going to be in these situations. You know why? Because human beings adapt; they always have, and they always will. Yep. Uh, Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks, Chase Field, one night only, December eighth. Uh, visit the contest page at ktar dot com. You can win some tickets. All right, up next, what is the plan for the zone in downtown Phoenix? We went to the homeless encampment yesterday and took a look around, and it is horrifying. There may be a plan to clear out a few of those streets. How do you do it? Where do you put the people? And is it legal? We'll find out next. Uh, TikTok under fire today in Capitol Hill. This is a Democrat by the name of Anna Eshu from California talking to the CEO of TikTok. Shout you. You spoke in your opening statement about a firewall relative to the data. But the Chinese government has that data. I have seen no evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data. They have never asked us. We have not provided. But you know what? I've I asked that, that I find that actually preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. Both Democrats and Republicans apparently tore this guy a new one today. <laughs> he knew what was coming. Yeah. Uh, one guy said, is there anything you want to hear him say that would make you feel better? Yes. Yes, we agree to sell it. Right. It's uh, And the reason's simple. The data. The data, look, we could talk about the Chinese getting the data and what, because they're, that's it. China, if you have a business in China, your silent partner is the majority partner, which is the Communist Party. How about the stuff that they're not talking about? The manipulation of the algorithms that they throw towards our children, which isn't the same that their kids get. Yeah. So why aren't more parents banning their own kids from TikTok? Because you know as well as I do, you've got, well... I'll ask you. Yeah. You have a couple kids who have TikTok, uh, and yeah. they love it. And you know, if they if it gets banned in the United States, your kids are going to go crazy because they love this. You thing. You want to know what they're doing now? But just tell me why you haven't banned it yourself as a parent? Uh, because if the kids were on it a lot, uh-huh. my luckily for me, my kids have the attention span of a gnat. As far as they can only sit for so long before they want to go outside and play all day. All right. And then they come back. So you don't think they abuse it? They do not abuse it. They, Jack, Jack's like me. I would play a video game for 30 minutes, and then I'd go outside for four hours. Uh-huh. And, you know... Uh, uh, so you keep a close eye on it. Yeah, them. but I absolutely do. And we talk about this. One mom said, I've already lost my kid to TikTok. How? Uh, 
That's it oh, sucks. Oh, him, it, yeah, I, it I sucks thought you meant okay. Got it. It sucks him in. I thought you meant lost, lost. Yeah, the kid. you okay. know. And but it's so funny because we have this generation of people that doesn't understand what China is about, and this young generation is like, you should just download it and see what it's all about and how great it is. And you don't get, and you're being manipulated. And China said today, we will not sell this. We're not going to do it. Good, don't. <laughs> but we don't need it here. We don't. Well, can't parents just say, listen, you're, you're not on it. That's my phone. You're a teenager. That's my phone. You're just using it. Uh, TikTok's not on it. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Because kids are way smarter than parents when it All comes right, to listen, electronics. They're going to figure it out. How about this? I'm just going to take away your TikTok. Right. And boom, that'll be that. Well, TikTok is not all bad, man. I'll take away your phone. We. That's what I said. Well, no, take away the phone altogether. Yeah, no, I get. Yeah, it. I'm going to get you one of those phones. You want a phone? Here's what a phone's for. You can open it up. Yep. And you can call me. When and you need to it. get picked up. That's it. Right. There you go. Because right. that's what it really is about. I, I don't think we need. You know, I mean, we've. And, and some of it is the fact too that you know you've got a lot of other places that are you know they're throwing money at uh, you know uh, a lo- lobbyist are because TikTok is also a threat against the likes of Instagram and Facebook and things of that nature. But yeah, you can go too. there and do that as well. But the difference is we know they get our data, but we kind of trust them a little bit more than the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, not much, but enough. Right. Um, early today, we had an interesting conversation. How do you fix what's happening in downtown Phoenix at the homeless encampment? We were down there yesterday, and we were we were in between the murders. There was a murder on Tuesday. Yeah. Some poor, poor, poor human being, goodness gracious, some poor soul was burned after being killed, was burned in a dumpster. That was Tuesday. Today, we wake up to the news of, well, a woman was shot and killed <sighs> down there. So uh, we talked to Arizona State Senator Catherine Miranda. Well, she says, listen, this is kind of her district. She has met people who are homeless. And here's one person she met. Well, let's get to Edgar. I approached him. I had food and he was sleeping. And I just tapped him and I said, sir, are you okay? He turns around and he had pus dripping out of his eyeballs, like all over his face. And he's wiping it, wiping it, and he apologizes to me. He says, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And and I said, no, I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. And I just asked him if he... I asked him if he was hungry and... And he just kept apologizing. These people should not have to apologize to us. I apologize to him. But that's my Edgar story. There's another story with Tony. I was pumping my gas down the street, and this young man approached me and asked me if if, um, if I can give him some food. And I told him, give me a couple minutes. I'll, I'll get you some food. Just meet me at the block wall over there. And I went in the store, bought him a couple hot dogs and a couple bags of chips and a few drinks. And I had it in a big bag and I gave it to him. And 
I asked him his name, and he said, Tony. And I said, okay, Tony, just take care of yourself out there. Here's some food. And that was it. It was a few weeks later, I was at the same gas station, and here he comes. And I, I said to myself, oh, here comes Tony. He approaches me, and he says the same thing. Ma'am, do you have any food? And I said, Tony, how are you? The look and the shock in his face was, it's, it's just ingrained in my head now. He just put up his hands, and he started turning around, and he kept repeating. She said my name. She said my name. I mean, this is a human being that has not heard his name from another human being. Wow. That was his food that day. He didn't even insist on his ask of food. That was his food, just to be recognized as a human being. You acknowledged him. Exactly. Yeah. A uh, piece of our interview yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Catherine Miranda, Arizona State Senator. So how do you clear one thing she said is how do you clear out 13 and 14th Avenues? Because we were down there. How do you do it? Well, what you, do you do with them? Well, I, that's the thing. The thing is, is, is they don't want to go anywhere. No, no. And they're not going to go. And, and, you know, when people uh, and I and I get it, I know everybody I get text. You're heartless. Yeah. You know what I am? Because I've seen drugs. I know exactly where this ends. We were watching something earlier on Fox and I talked about it earlier with you. Guess where it's ending up now? It's now showing up in the suburbs, suburbs. and they're attacking people. Yeah. They're going after people. This is where it goes, because right. everybody wants to. At some point, there's got to be tough love because caring and having feelings at some point is only going to see it expand. And again, let's say it as we've said it all week. I think we can acknowledge that there's a difference between what's happening in downtown Phoenix. 100%. In the encampment with the drugs and uh, the mental illness. It's different than an elderly couple that had a medical bill that they couldn't pay. And now like we they talked to you yesterday, a lady got into a car accident. Correct. She went through a year and a half of, a year and a half of, of struggling. But what did she want? She wanted off the street. Yeah. Now she's helping others get off the street. But she, she had no addiction problems. She None. had no mental health issues. Correct. So the people that are in downtown Phoenix in the encampment are lost souls. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay attention to them. We need to do something. Because when we were down there, no human being should live like that. No, but we have to acknowledge the fact that this is, it's a different situation down there. 100%. There are plenty of people. There are 3000 Arizonans who have children who are right now are homeless. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with drugs. And it doesn't mean that they don't have a shelter that they're staying at or a place, right. but they have no permanent home. Right. And they're couch surfing. They're staying right. with family and relatives. None. Of, it's a different situation. It's a different situation. Than downtown Phoenix. Yeah, it is. That's a fact. Now, 100 percent of the people in downtown Phoenix, are they all on drugs or are they all? Probably not. Is it in the well, the people who texted yesterday, I would say, is it in the hundred yeah. percent of those people had mental it health looked, problems or drugs? Like it. it did, but you know, it's it's we there's the fix is not nice. So, and we live in a world where it's just good to be nice. But anybody who's ever dealt with addiction, family members, stuff like that. Well, you have you have in your absolutely. Family. My father died of a drug overdose, and I will tell you this: you can love and care and do all you want, but at some point in time, it's all about them. Yeah. Ugh. It's all about them and if they want to get clean. And That's if they it. don't, they won't. And if you continue to give to them and you continue to, to do those things, mm. you see what happens. It's the Gatos and Chad Show.
I want you to check out the uh, Gatos Big Q poll question of the day at KTAR.com. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Uh, the Arizona Supreme Court ruled that Governor Hobbs is not obligated to carry out the execution of Aaron Gunches, uh, who is scheduled to be executed in April. Do you agree with the decision? Yes or no? Uh, 66% say no. Uh, listen, earlier today, we spoke with the daughter of Ted Price. Ted Price was killed by Aaron Gunches in 2002. So he spoke with Ted's daughter. Um, listen to what she had to say earlier today on a KTAR. Here was one of my questions. Let's say that uh, Aaron Gunches was to be put to death on April 6th. Mm-hmm. Would it make you feel better? Would it closure? Would it would it be closure? I feel like it's not so much closure. I feel like my family and I are just done talking about it. And the minute that execution is, you know, processed and he's just gone, this just ends. It doesn't have to be brought up, you know, a year or two from now. Because now I feel like with the governor putting executions on hold, we're going to be back here when she's not the governor anymore. If it, you know, if nothing happens and if, if we can't get what we want. Brittany Price is our guest, uh, daughter of Ted Price, who was killed uh, by a man on death row in uh, in 2002. How's your brother feeling about all this right now? He is completely over it because it's been such a roller coaster. Like I try to give him information when I know it's solid because it's just it's too much. And I'm very protective. I'm the older one, so I've been protective of him since you know our father's life has been taken. Um, so he's just he's over it, and he just you know he just wants it to be done. Hey, Brittany, talk to Governor Pops right now. Believe me, they're listening. Uh, what do you want to tell her? I don't know. I just like would like to you know tell her that you know it's, it's what she's doing is extremely like emotionally traumatizing to my family. I mean, we you know we've waited this long. We've been patient, like my aunt Karen said in her last interview with you. You know, we didn't make us think about it, and you know we didn't want to go down without a fight. Because we shouldn't have to be fighting for something that he was sentenced twice. And he wants it. He he requested it. All right. That is the uh, voice of uh, Brittany Price, the daughter of Ted Price, who was killed by Aaron Gunches in 2002. And uh, this is a major issue with executions in the state of Arizona being pushed, you know, the pause button. And they say, let's investigate it. All right. You better hurry up. Family is out there that that needs some closure, and Brittany Price, the daughter of Ted, she she and her brother need closure, and her governor's not giving it to her. All right, Becky Lynn is up next. Arizona's Evening News. We'll be back tomorrow. See you tomorrow, man.